0: One time for the underdog, Whoa. time for the underdog sequence Let me see you put them up Reach the sky, touch the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog one time for the underdog. I'm Patrick Bw, your host of Valuetainment, and today we're going to talk about what entrepreneurs and executives actually can learn from nonprofit organizations. This past week, I visited Toronto, Canada, and then I went to Jacksonville and Fort Lauderdale and San Francisco. And during that trip, uh, I was visiting several other entrepreneurs, startup entrepreneurs, business owners, and a question was brought up. question was brought up, is it harder to run a nonprofit, or is it harder to run a profit organization I asked the question this a person who runs a non nonprofit if we took them and we planted them in a profit would that person do better than a person who's been in profit all day long going into a nonprofit let me explain to you why there is a lot we can learn from nonprofit organizations especially startup entrepreneurs lots to be learned from nonprofit organization I came up with six there was a lot of points but six main points I came up with on what we as startup entrepreneurs can learn from different nonprofit organizations, leaders who learn, uh, lead nonprofit organizations. First one's this. If you're around a leader of a nonprofit organization, they cannot help but talk about their cause and the purpose of their nonprofit all the time. There is no way in the world you can be around a nonprofit organization, leader, anybody, and have them not talk about their cause. Sometimes... You know, profit entrepreneurs, they're going to talk about profits. They're going to talk about business. They're going to talk about their revenues, the numbers. A nonprofit knows what gets you to get the funding is you have to constantly talk about your purpose and your cause. Sometimes startup entrepreneurs talk too much about the business, the how-to, not enough about the bigger picture. There's a lot to be learned there from what nonprofits do, no matter who they talk to. Second thing about nonprofits that's very unique that we can all learn from as a startup entrepreneurs is... Because they work with volunteers every day, um, they're constantly having volunteers that come. They end up becoming very, very good teachers of teaching the basics. Reason why is because in the corporate world, you're going to train somebody. and You don't need to teach them that thing anymore. They're already good at it. Then you have to teach them something else and then something else. And then they're set. They could stay with you doing the same thing for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. That's not the case with nonprofits. Nonprofits are dealing with 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500,000, 2000, 2003, volunteers. So they're always teaching the basics. So here's how you say this. Here's how you fold this. Here's how you do this. So nonprofit organization leaders become very good teachers because they're always teaching when they're dealing with volunteers and they become very good at teaching new people. Startup entrepreneurs can learn a lot. About that on what they do. The next thing, what nonprofits do. Sometimes startup entrepreneurs, we tend to, uh, you know, success comes and in the family, friends, people say, you know, I'm doing this, I'm running a business, I'm running this, I'm running that. And more people start hyping you up and you start really thinking you're there and compared to other people you may be there, but you're not there yet. And that ego prevents you from asking for help. So, we no longer want to ask for help, or sometimes even new rookie startup entrepreneurs don't like to ask other people for help because you're not supposed to ask anybody for help. Well, anybody who runs a nonprofit organization, they are always asking people for help. Hey, Mary, do you mind helping us out about this? Hey, John, do you have a couple minutes? Yes. Hey, I just need your help. Do you mind if you help us out for this project? Please, if you could really help us out, we would definitely appreciate it. Oh, definitely. What can I help you out with? We needed three people who can come out and help us put these things up. No no problem. I'll send three people over. Hey, Jackie, look, we need your help. Can you help us out? We're looking for somebody who can help us bring an AV team. We just don't have a budget for it. Can you bring somebody or so? They're always good at asking for help. Sometimes startup entrepreneurs, they think they don't have the right to ask for help, and you can always ask for help. When you're smaller, you gotta ask a lot of people for help. When you're getting, you gotta ask a lot of people for help, and sometimes it's a reciprocal. You're giving help to another person to uh, partner up with. Here's another thing uh, nonprofit organizations do very well that uh, startup entrepreneurs can learn from. They're very good at stretching the money. They're very, very good at stretching the money. They can put a $20,000 event together with $1,000. A a startup entrepreneur sometimes tends to put a $20,000 event together with $50,000. Does that make sense? A nonprofit stretches the money. How can we work over here? How can we do something about this part? What can we do to get volunteers in this part? Who can we get that can help out with this part? At the beginning stages of a company, being an entrepreneur yourself, you're attacked with money. You can't spend a lot of money on a lot of different things. So you need help as much as possible to figure out how you can stretch $2,000, $3,000, $4,000, because you don't yet have capital of $400,000, $4 million, or $40 million to be able to do the bigger things. You need to learn how to work with the $4,000 or $40,000 to stretch it. Nonprofits are very, very good at breaking it down and trying to get it to be as tight as possible. Here's another thing that uh, start a, a nonprofit organizations leaders do very good at. They eventually, because they ask so many people for help and get rejected, because they ask so many people to raise money with and they get rejected, because every day they're told no, guess what they become immune to? They become immune to rejection. It doesn't bother them no more. Because to run a non-profit, you cannot run a healthy non-profit without being rejected every single day, whether you're running a church, whether you're running a nonprofit organization for a, a cause, and a, it doesn't matter. So many people will regularly say no to you. So many people will constantly say no to you and you still got to be able to learn how to deal with it. And then last but not least, nonprofit organizations, they see a lot of people come and they see a lot of people go. They see a lot of people come and help out for a few months and they're gone and another person comes and another person comes and another person comes and uh, eventually they find the right leaders within a nonprofit that buy into the cause because they can't stop talking about it. That eventually that person who was a volunteer, they get promoted to a leader, they get promoted to somebody who wants to run, maybe a director, maybe a person that's managing different parts of the nonprofit because their heart's now in it, then they become leaders. But they don't emotionally get attached to somebody coming in and somebody leaving. I sometimes see entrepreneurs, you know, that guy, he was going to come, I thought he was going to do this and he left. Oh, this is why my business is not going to work. You're too attached to one person. Nonprofits, they appreciate it. Great. You came. We learned. You gave some time. It helped out and you move on. And when you think about those things and you think about what nonprofit organizations leaders do, I would tell you, if you know locally any nonprofits that do very well and you're an entrepreneur. Take them out to lunch. Treat them out to lunch. That's my suggestion to you. Treat them out to lunch for one hour. Ask them questions. Questions such as, how do you ask for help? How do you raise money when you ask people to voluntarily give thousand dollars, two thousand dollars? How do you do it? How do you get people to volunteer their time to help you out? How do you go through having a, you know, such a thick skin where it doesn't bother you? You would be amazed how much you will learn from somebody who's a leader running a nonprofit